Welcome to Bite Me DLC. This is a very special episode where I brought in uh, Vinny. Vinny, what's your captain name? Uh, captain Vinny Peglick, deemed by Dylan, uh, who is Captain Blondebeard. We're hoping that Dylan shows up to join us, but it's real early Pacific time right now, so we'll see. If you haven't guessed, today we are going to be talking about Sea of Thieves, a game that launched uh, just over a year ago. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, I guess by now, actually, like a year and two months ago. Time flies, I promise. And uh, we're just going to go through from what came out as kind of a, I'm not going to say a bad launch, but a bit of a vanilla launch. I think people were, were happy that it came out. I mean, we had a ton of fun playing the beta. We had fun in all the betas mm-hmm. and really enjoyed first launch, but uh, they've put so much work into this game um, effectively for free. There's no paid, paid DLC for Sea of Thieves, so all of the stuff we're going to talk about is stuff that they have added since the release of the game completely for free. And, I mean, Sea of Thieves is a game that you can play for free if you own uh, Game Pass on PC or on Xbox. So you can you can do everything we're talking about right now for $10 a month, which is not a bad Great deal. deal. Yeah. So uh, this game launched on March 20th, 2018. Vinny, tell me... Now, and I guess I should I should back up just a smidge and tell you that the reason Vinny is here is because Vinny is a Sea of Thieves expert. Um, <laughs> I have... I've played this game both with Vinny and without Vinny, and it is... A hundred percent fun without Vinny, but it's like four thousand times more fun with Vinny. He is officially a is is the the term what what is the the I thing am, you earned? I am a pirate legend, which a means pi- basically at the end of the day, I dumped way too many hours into this game. However, pirate, it's amazing. It's pretty. I mean, tell me tell me what you had to do to become a pirate legend. So to in pirate legend, you so there's three different trading companies at launch that came out that you needed to. Uh, grind all the way to like level 50 so there's the gold hoarders who do things like you know you find your chests you do the typical X marks the spot mission you've got some riddles you might need to do to find some chests you gotta do that Uh, there's the order of souls which are people that send you out and say hey we want you to go kill these skeletons they got some cool special captain skulls that we want to investigate take a look how they're doing so you get them give them to them they're like oh cool thanks for the skulls man (laughs) <laughs> and then uh, you got the Merchant Alliance who they're like, hey, guys, uh, we just want you to, like, collect animals for us. So if you could just collect some animals for us and then sell them to us, like, you know, that'd be cool. Maybe they're starting up their own food joint. Who knows? <laughs> and Which makes sense, except that they want chickens, pigs, and snakes. Yeah. What the hell are they doing with snakes? I, like, I don't know. Maybe it's like, hey, we're going to have, a, you know, a chicken restaurant and, you know, we're going to sell some ham with that. Yeah. And the snakes are decorative or like <laughs> they also run a pet shop down the road or something. Yeah. I don't know. How do you now? Snakes are like aggro in this game, too. They try and kill you, don't you? Yeah. Don't they? So if you get close to them, they will like shoot venom at you. Although the cool thing is like a kind of like a cartoon movie. You can start playing music and they'll start doing like the little dance they do in the basket. Oh, is that That's how you catch great. them? Yeah. Oh, I, awesome. I was wondering. I'm like, how do you catch a snake? Yeah. Makes sense. So anyway, Vinny has done a, a lot to get that uh, that designation. It was it, one of the first people I knew that did it. So pretty impressive. So this dude knows what he's talking about. That's why Vinny's here. So right. launch March 20th, 2018. It launched with those three trading companies that Vinny just talked about. Um, two ships. So there are... Big ships and small ships. Um, Four-player, get a galleon, which is 
Help me, Vinny. Two decks. Three sales. Uh, two sales. Two, uh, two decks, three sales. Yep. And uh, like the thing that if you've never played Sea of Thieves that you don't realize is that those sales are not only important, but also in your way constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I don't know, steering wheel for a ship. What, what's the, do you know what the word for a steering wheel is? I think it's called the capstick. No, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know. No, capstick. The, yeah. the, the big steering wheel for the, the pirate ship is directly behind the second mast, mm-hmm. um, which means that having people look out uh, from the crow's nest, people watching your mapper are very important. And you know about that too, like, that sounds like it would be a nuisance. Like, you, you'd you think it'd be annoying, and not, it can be. But I think it's so cool that this game kind of forces you and your teammates to, like, work together, you know? Like, 100%. not many games do that effectively. And I feel like in this game, just being as simple as saying, hey, can someone go up into the crow's nest, tell me where we're going, see if we're going to hit into a rock, let me know if I need to go east, northeast, whatever. I think it's yeah. really cool to be able to work together with your team like that. Yeah, at launch, the Galleon was really your only option for three-player games. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and running a Galleon with three people is hard. That Very. literally means that you've got uh, you know, a captain at the wheel and uh, three people running all over constantly, especially right. in combat. So, yeah, that um, number of forts. Uh, tell me about these weapons. So I know what the sword is, I know what the pistol is, and I know what the blunderbuss is, but what is an Eye of Reach? They have reached is just the sniper of the game. God, that so, is, that's yeah. a good name, though. It's pretty awesome. Uh, and the cool thing about the Eye of Reach is that, like, normally in a sniper, you'd have, like, the little reticle. Instead, with the Eye of Reach, they have it like it looks like it's, like, cracked for the... Whatever you're looking through. I don't know what yeah, that's called. In the sight. Yeah, yeah the, in the sight. Uh, instead, it has a crack and it meets together. And then that's the, like, a red dot sight that you got. It's good. Cool. It's really good. Um, and then, you know, just a lot of things to do. You know, like Vinny was telling you about, you know, the X marks the st- spot stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But there are also sunken ships that you can actually dive down to if you so don't cool. mind wrestling with sharks. Mm-hmm. Um, there's storms. There's all sorts of customization you can buy. It's, it's kind of an interesting game in that there's no um, – correct me if I'm wrong, Vinny, but there is no paid uh, – microtransactions of this game, correct? Not yet. They're going to be adding pets, but they're saying it's not going to affect any gameplay. Uh, I'm very excited, though, for the pets. They're going to be adding monkeys and cats and parrots. I want them all, man. I will I be them all. completely honest. If every single game in the world was like, hey, we're not going to have any microtransactions except pets, I'd be like, first right? of all, dope, and I will buy every animal Hell you make. Hell yeah. That's great. Um, but the cool thing is you can, like, you earn money, obviously, because you're a pirate. Like, you know, what else are you doing? Right. But you can actually push that uh, that custom, that money into customizations for your ship. Mm-hmm. Um, now, now, tell me a bit about how that works, because you get a new ship every time you launch into the game. So how it works is you will have to pay X amount of gold. I believe the base gold is 70000 per each part of the ship. So there's the hull you can get cosmetics for the sail the wheel and the capstan sorry is the anchor there you um, go so you gotta buy each one of those individually for about seventy thousand gold and every time you launch and once you buy it once you got it forever so you do get a new ship every time but you can go up to the uh the ship lady on every uh outpost that you start on and then you can just kind of be like hey i want to put this on and make my ship look cool so that's what you do once you buy them 
how do you do that with more than one person if they have ship customizations? Do you like so, to fight it out? Yeah, the cool part about that is, uh, so say I have a sail that I think is really cool, and you have a hull for the ship that's really cool. I can put on my sail, and you can put on your hull, and it'll be uh, like it'll work together. It's pretty cool. What if we both have cool sails? If we both have two sails, you guys are going to fight it out and figure All out right. which one you want. That works. That works. <laughs> Uh, before we get out of vanilla uh, Sea of Thieves, you say hidden nameplates underwater, and that is something that I've never... Like, I've only played vanilla yeah. Sea of Thieves, to be honest. So what are hidden nameplates underwater? So this didn't happen very at launch. This happened... So this happened between a two-month period, all these. Mm-hmm. Um, since they were doing a bunch of things, like, you know, server updates, making sure everything's actually working properly, I didn't feel the need to include all that, but... no. Uh, hidden nameplates underwater basically meant a lot of people were trying to were getting upset because they're like, hey, we're trying to be stealthy, trying to like you know board an enemy ship, and we can't do that if when we're underwater trying to be stealthy, they can see our nameplate saying, hey, Devinster's oh. coming right at me. You can't really be stealthy doing that. So they put that uh, in the game. So when you're underwater, you can't see the nameplate. That's actually a really good intro into talking a little bit about how this game works mechanically with other players. Right. Uh, um, I think it's a it's a really interesting idea that they had in that at launch they you know every 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 time you launch into Sea of Thieves you're put into a a map and the maps are actually um, relatively large, mm-hmm. but instead of saying hey, we're going to make sure that every single map has eight other multiplayer parties on a ship. Their kind of initial idea was, we want to put enough in that you're going to run into someone else every 15 or 20 minutes. Right. Um, and and that number, I think, uh, initially was about eight. I believe I it's still eight ships. So yeah. they'll have eight ships in every server. And that doesn't mean, that could be eight galleons, that could be eight sloops. It doesn't yeah. matter which amount of different kind of uh, sets of uh, ships there are. And and at launch, um, pretty much everyone was aggro. Like, I mean, you didn't necessarily have to attack every ship you saw, mm-hmm. but to some degree, you kind of did. Um, right. They changed that later, which I think is really cool. Um, but I think one of the coolest things that Sea of Thieves did is that when you're playing with other people you're not necessarily on on headphones and and mics but you know it it probably is a good sense to be it's very hard to coordinate a ship if you're not Uh, but let's say you're playing with you know three other friends and you're all on headphone mics and you have your settings set right you'll come up to other ships and they have proximity speech so Mm -hmm. you can actually hear you can sneak up on another ship and hear what the other pirates are talking about. And I thought, like, the first time I ran into another ship and you hear what they're saying, oh, my gosh, turn left, turn left, get ready to shoot him with a cannon. And you're like, oh, shit, I'm going to get shot with a cannon. (laughs) It was was a really cool thing that I have not really seen in a lot of other games, and I thought that was really powerful. Is it still that way? It is, yeah. I mean, obviously, people will always go out of the way to use, like, Xbox Party Chat or Discord or something. But at the end of the day, like, people still do. I have never seen a game that's lasted so long, like a year and two months now, that people still use the in-game chat as much as they do here. It's honestly about, pretty incredible. I didn't think about that, that if you use Discord, you're actually probably at a slight advantage because you are. people can hear what you're talking about. Yeah. That's, uh, that's okay, I guess, but it's kind of lame. That's a little bit... 
Yeah, but I, I think it's really cool that Sea of Thieves has it. I think that's really cool. Right. All right, so now we're coming up on uh, the first big update, and this oh. happened <laughs> May 29th, 2018. It is called The Hungering Deep, which is a very, very, very good name. Tell me uh, tell me about the high points of, of The Hungering Deep, Vinny. Man, this entire update, when this first came out, I lost it, man. This is where they first introduced their new AI threat, the Megalodon. And that sounds scary on paper, but if you see how big this Megalodon really is and how aggressive this Megalodon really was, it was insanity. It's, um, it, it reminded me a lot of the, the like, giant octopus thing from the, I want to say, third parts of the Caribbean movie. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's monstrous. It is absolutely massive. Speaking of that, before we go on to the Hungering Deep, there was also in Vanilla Sea of Thieves, the Kraken. Which is also amazing to oh. fight. I completely forgot to even mention that. I, you know, now that you say that, I think I've only seen the Kraken. I don't even know what a Megalodon looks like. Yeah. So the Kraken came out, and he was out in the base game. The issue with the Kraken, though, was base game, the Kraken would only be able to attack a Galleon. So if you were like oh. me, playing on the sloop 95% of the time, it wouldn't attack you. They changed that later on. I'm sure we'll talk about that later. But anyways, sure. the Hungering Deep, the Megalodon. So this is where they introduced the big AI threat, the Megalodon. Uh, in addition to that, so they decided to do like these time-limited story campaigns, which were pretty cool. I, I kind of wish I kept them in. I mean, it wasn't like a narrative campaign. Um, I mean, it was. They had it, but I'm not like there's no cutscenes or anything. Sure. Uh, so the description they put out was that you follow a trail of riddles and rumors to piece together what happened to Mary Merrick. This this guy was the proud owner, uh, proud owner of a pair of matching peg legs. Huh? Uh, along the way, discover new features like the drum. You unlock some drums in this, ship's flag, speaking trumpet, and uh, some tattoos and scars. So they introduced – all those are completely brand new to the game at this point. So you've got tattoos, scars. The speaking trumpet's really cool. So like you were talking about earlier with the proximity chat, they got like a megaphone type thing, but like a pirate <laughs> megaphone, and you hold it up to your mouth, and if you talk through it, it, it propels your voice even further out. Oh, that's which interesting. Is super cool. Um, <laughs> hey, you over yeah, there! Right, it, it is literally like that. It's so cool. Um, so yeah, they added the drum scars, all that fun stuff. Very but cool. with this, uh, no one can really see this, but Cliff, and I'm not going to read it word for word, but I put in my own picture. So here, they you start. They tell you where to start for this time-limited campaign, and mm -hmm. they don't tell you anything else. So I literally wrote... I haven't done this since... I don't know. I don't think I ever have, if I'm being honest. I know a bunch of people like on the NES would be like, oh, I'm going to map out my dungeon in Legend of Zelda. <laughs> and that's pretty much what I did for this. I, I was like, all right, I talked to the build track guy at the tavern. He told me to go here. All right, I found this really cool journal in this underwater cave. Oh, it's, wow, it's telling me to go here. What happened to Merrick's ship? We're going to have to find out that, oh, he said the Megalodon took down the ship. And you see, you go to this area, and you see this, like, sunken ship, and you see his journal in there. And you're like, wow, dude, this is actually pretty crazy. The lore is honestly pretty nuts That's how far cool. they went into this, man. And then he's the, – the coolest part of this entire mission was – once you get to the end of the mission, you go to Merrick with the new drum set that you found. You found his old drum set that sunk with the ship. And you're like, he's like, all right, dude. So, I mean, I, I don't think you should mess with this guy. I tried doing it by myself, and it's not it's not, it's not, not fun. Uh, so I highly, highly recommend that you get another uh, a ship to help you out here. So you were talking about earlier how everyone was being aggressive in this game, right? Yeah. yeah. 
So what they did, the devs basically did, was saying, hey, you need to work with another ship to take out this Megalodon. And the coolest part was you go to this uh, island to find Merrick. He tells you to, to do all this. And he's like, hey, I got a special shanty you got to do to summon this Megalodon, which is how we got him to come out after us. So you go to this island with another crew. You start playing this shanty. You get on a ship, and you have to sail away, like, halfway across the map while still playing the shanty. <laughs> Because you can't just start it whenever you want. Yeah. Because it's a special shanty. So you're playing the shanty. You get out to this final part of the map, and then you just hear this intense, intense music. And you just see this Megalodon just jump out of the water. And he's just coming at all of you. You and this other team, you guys are just trying to kill this shark, this big Megalodon. And it was one of the... Honestly, one of the most fun I've ever had playing video games. Just playing with random people and being like, wow, I can't believe that this game has got people to be... In such a like aggressive PvP game at this point, up from launch to now, uh, two months later, it was honestly insane to see people working together to take out this very big threat in the the Sea of Thieves here. That's very cool. That's very cool. Now that campaign doesn't exist anymore, though. So you can still find the books along the map, and you could still try to talk to uh, like read them all and still find all the lore-heavy stuff. But no, that's the only thing that's kind of a bummer about this, is that you can't, you can't like, summon the Megalodon anymore. Oh. They added him in. You can He still can come in out of nowhere. But you don't have that special shanty. Actually, that's not true. They added the special shanty that you can just play now whenever. Um, but it doesn't trigger any giant right, sharks. It doesn't, no. Which oh. is unfortunate. Because that's kind of the thing that I feel like people miss from this, is that... Yeah, people, and I totally get it too, man. It's If it's not a game for you at launch, it's not a game for you. Because it was, I'm not going to lie, it was pretty bare bones. Yeah. Um, But as you'll see as we keep talking, incrementally, this game just kept getting more and more and more. Yeah. It's I'm, been crazy. I'm kind of bummed that I never played that now. All yeah. Right. Well, about two weeks later, it looks like they uh, did another minor update called the Bilge Rat Adventures. Do mm-hmm. uh, you want to tell me about some, some Bilge Rats? So the Bilge Rat Adventures is actually pretty pretty awesome. So they added a complete new guy in the tavern, which you always spawn in. And he's like, hey, guys, I got some new cool stuff for you to do. So this was kind of an addition to saying, hey, if I don't want to do Gold Hoarders, Order of Souls, Merchant Alliance right now, hey, we're going to give you something else to do. Uh, so they introduced a completely new uh, type of currency. Oh, no, microchamp. No, there's no microtransaction. Sorry. <laughs> um, they call them bilge rat doubloons, which I always thought was doubloons, and I messed that up. And one of the one of the devs called me out on it when I posted on Reddit for my first time, and he's like, I like that. I like doubloons. Doubloons. <laughs> I'm like, well, sorry, man. Um, so their first uh, bilge rat adventures wasn't great, didn't come across great to the community because it was kind of obnoxious. Uh, they were called skeleton thrones. Which basically you would have to find randomly uh, around the Sea of Thieves. and Well, they tell you, like, what island, but you don't know where, and they tried yeah. to hide them pretty well. And the issue was, I'd be like, all right, cool, if you want to hide them, that's fine. But then they also put them, like, out of reach unless you shoot yourself out of your cannon. <laughs> which th- is fine, but in addition to that, then they're also like, hey, we liked how you guys work together on the Megalodon thing. So we're going to make you have to sit in a throne to actually get your doubloons for this? Mm. I'm like, 
doesn't make much sense. People didn't quite enjoy that one as much. But so the big part about these doubloons, so you can't buy things. Well, actually, I guess in the long run you can. Anyways, doubloons, you can buy things such as gold uh, but or time-limited cosmetics they have in there quite a bit. Uh, so if you get some doubloons and they'll be like, hey, you got X amount of time to buy these cosmetics. If you want to buy them, buy them up now while you can. And I'll be like, oh, okay, cool. But the big one that's really helpful is that you can buy a trading company reputation, right? So say I actually did this. So when you get to about level 40 and up for each trading company, technically that's when you reach the halfway point for the game. Good lord. So, yeah, for, for those trading companies. But these trading company reputation card things, you can be tell this build rat, give them some doubloons and be like, hey, I want one entire full level for the gold hoarders here and he'll be like all right cool i'm gonna bribe him and tell him hey you did really good in this so literally it just brings you up a full tick in that uh nice. that level so instead of having to grind like you know however many hours to do that you can say yeah i just want to skip that no thanks nice. i'm not good nice uh so it looks like they're actually three build rat adventures launched about every two well two to four weeks after yeah. that so next one is gunpowder skeletons what's uh what's a gunpowder skeleton so these were where they started introducing some interesting interesting things so imagine a creeper in minecraft that's at the end of the day, what this is. Oh, sure. Uh, do they hiss first? Yes. Boom. No, but you do hear the gunpowder barrel ticking down. So, nice. I mean, kind of close enough. Anyways, but yeah, that's kind of the gist of it. They added these gunpowder skeletons. Uh, they come out of the ground holding a gunpowder. They chase you. They light, <laughs> they light the gunpowder barrel. And then, uh, yeah, they blow up if you don't get away in time. You could, They also added in this update that you can... Before, you used to just have to shoot the gunpowder, and this they made it so you get, like, a little rope you can ignite and then oh, drop it sure. and then let it go. Uh, and obviously, this brought around uh, more time-limited cosmetics. Obviously, you can't get those now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Uh, and then the final Bilgerad adventure uh, released kind of in the middle of uh, July of last year, The Sunken Curse. Ooh, the addition of Cursed Mermaids. That doesn't mm. sound great. <laughs> Yeah, so these also were pretty bare bones at launch. We will come back to these later as well. But the ad, so the uh, these build right adventures, for the record, they tried doing these a weekly thing, and they're like, "Hey, that's not working. We're going to try to do it a bi-weekly thing." And then they're like, "Hey, that's also not working. <laughs> we're going to just do this whenever we feel like it." Sure. Um, but so they added these cursed mermaids, which. Another thing they tried to force people to work together on. A lot of people weren't happy about that. I enjoyed it to an extent. Sure. Um, but they had these cursed mermaids. You would go around. They would be around certain islands. And you'd hear, like, this kind of humming noise, kind of like a siren singing. Mm -hmm. And you would go down there, and it's just like this statue of a mermaid. And uh, if you get too close to them, they start doing, like, damage to you over time. So you would try to destroy them as quick as possible. And at the time, that's all there was. Uh, now they give you uh, gems that you can sell, but we'll talk about it later. Very cool. Very cool. All right. So uh, after those Bildrat adventure updates, uh, next big major update came out uh, August 3rd of last year. It was Cursed Sales. This so looks like good. a big one. There's a lot, of, a lot of stuff here. So good. Tell me about Cursed Sales. So more AI threats, new awesome ones. So a lot of people used to say, a lot of the time, people were like, hey, we want this to be a game where we can just uh, do PvE, right? Yeah. Still, they don't do that. They don't have, like, PvE-exclusive servers. 
However, this definitely helped in some of the things because I know, like Cliff, for example, you said that some like your favorite part about this game was doing the ship combat, but you couldn't do that often because we couldn't find other people that we yeah, were. Yeah, yeah. We couldn't find people, or they were too good for us. Either way, in this, they added uh, skeleton ships, so you got entire crews of skeletons on a galleon who are just trying to kill you. And this also came with a time limit. Uh, um, campaign not nearly as exciting as the last one but it was still pretty cool uh so in addition to adding these skeleton ships though which are all galleons for the record they also added cursed cannonballs which are really cool i think and i still think uh at this point you personally the player couldn't use them but each at this point each uh skeleton ship could use a certain amount of cursed cannonballs on you. So I'll go through a few real quick. So there's the grog ball. If you get hit by this cannonball, if your ship gets hit by it, all you guys will become drunk on board. You guys will be woozy. (laughs) You'll be throwing up everywhere. Uh, There's the jig ball. You guys will just start dancing randomly. Venom (laughs) ball. You'll be taking poison, maybe blinded by the poison. Uh, But the real cool ones were ones that affect your ship specifically and not you. So, like, there's one, the anchor ball, which will just drop your anchor if you're you're in the (laughs) middle of battle. Or if it's down, it brings it up. Uh, The peace ball will stop your enemy ship from shooting, so it'll just make you not be able to shoot your cannon for a little bit. Uh, A bunch of really cool uh, cursed cannonballs here. And they just added a whole, whole lot of those. And eventually, after this update was, like, the time limited uh, campaign was finished. They allowed you to grab these yourself. Um, yeah, I, I'd like to give Vinny a lot of credit for skipping the limp ball. I'm not going to tell you what that does. I'm just going <laughs> to leave that up to your imagination. Um, it <sighs> it might it might make you limp. Yeah, it might I, just leave it's it possible. there. Yeah, you yeah. might take a little blue pill for that. You you <laughs> might just get a peg leg. Who knows? It's good. Good on you, Vinny. Though, like you took the high road. I couldn't allow I that. I did. I did. Well, they took the low road. Yes. Um, so this now this update added one of the cool things that I had been kind of asking for since the start too. The Brigantine, which was a, mm-hmm. a specifically a three player ship, correct? Yeah. So people like you were all saying, people "Hey, we like wa-. you." You know what I mean? <laughs> Everyone's saying, "Hey, we want a three person ship." We're getting sick of getting screwed on this four-person ship with three people. We don't yeah, want the galleon is just hard to run with. Three very people. difficult, very difficult with three people. So they're like, "All right, this wasn't an original plan to do this, but we hear you." I, I got to give these devs credit, man. I've never heard such a responsive team ever. Yeah. If I'm being honest, like people got the anthem situation. People are really mad about that. Bunch of other devs, man. I mean, these devs every week have an update and that's how i figured out i made this entire list together here yeah all, like every week they put out an update and they're like hey this is what we're doing yeah, um, this anyways is, this is yeah. rare right yeah this is rare yeah good stuff uh but yeah the brigantine added a three-person ship the the, the way they try to make this a little more difficult not like uh easy compared to the galleon is that instead of two decks it's only got one so Although that sounds like, hey, that's easy because then you can just run up and down. But any shot that you take from a cannonball will start filling your ship up with yep. water. Whereas if you got hit on a galleon on the second deck, you're not going to take in water. Yep. Um, but, yeah, it's pretty crazy. 
definitely helps. Now, this is uh, another cool update, the alliances. So you can actually start mm-hmm. not just playing with other players as in, hey, we're working together. Or, or that's not right. Uh, we're going after the same uh, story where, you know, we're going to go fight this Megalodon together. But you can actually uh, share entire voyages with people, which I think is really cool. Yeah, it was super cool. So the alliance system was honestly really awesome. So you guys, in order to join an alliance, you guys both come up to your uh, go up to your crow's nest. You guys put up the same flag, and they'll be like, "Hey, let's join the alliance." You'll be like, "Oh, okay, cool." So you guys both join the alliance. You do that. You guys will. So there's the map table. Where you see every island on there. Yeah. You'll and you also see your own ship. If you're in an alliance, you also see your alliance ship, which is really cool. Um, in addition to that, the coolest part about alliances is say, so say Cliff and I are in completely different ships. We found each other randomly. Uh, we're saying, hey, let's join the alliance. If we do that, any gold I turn in, in any form, I turn in gold, I get 100% of the gold, and Cliff still gets 50%. So no matter, it's always a win-win. Like, you don't lose gold, and your other alliance partner gets half the gold. Yeah. It's, it's honestly super cool. It's a really good, like, carrot to get people to play together, um, right. to get folks to share it. Now, is an alliance limited to, to two ships? Can only two ships nope. be an alliance? I wow. have gotten into an alliance with an entire server once, and Damn. it's insane. It is so cool to see six ships just going around, doing their own missions. Randomly, you're on some island, you just get say... Gold, gold, gold. Look at all this gold you're getting, man. I'm like, thank you. Thank you, guys. How often do you find that when you're in an alliance, you are just in an alliance with a ship and completely separate for them versus in an alliance with a ship and you're going after the same things? I tell you, it's kind of rare that you guys are doing the same missions. Interesting. Uh, You can. uh, Going back to the forts, those are kind of like PvP type things normally at first. Where you, it's basically their big PvP cloud in the air that says, hey, come attack this, there's a lot of loot here. But a lot of the times when I got into an alliance, I'm like, hey, alliance, you guys want to go to this this uh, skull fort here, take out the skulls, the skellies, and then just get all the loot. I've done that quite a bit. Yeah, I can see um, that. But being... not specific missions like X marks the spot. But it's super cool when you do. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Uh, it looks like a bunch of new uh, new cosmetics, too, that are not time limited. So this is stuff you could actually still get. Right. Yep. Sure can. They got the equipment set. I like that. Yeah, that was super cool. They they still have some of those in there. It's awesome. Very and nice. then you've got that they had a time limited campaign there too, which doesn't exist anymore. But mm, bummer. It, was it good? It was cool. It, it was fun. Yeah. All right. So that leads us to uh, another build rat adventure. Uh, obviously, yeah, the two week didn't work out. The three week didn't work out. So <laughs> this is just whenever you want. So this one came out uh, late August 2018, and it was called Cursed Cruise. Tell me mm-hmm. tell me about some cursed. Ooh, pirates have cursed cannonballs now. What, yeah, what's a so cursed this cannonball? Is- this is what I was talking about earlier, where you got the anchor ball, you got the, you oh, got all those sure. special cursed cannonballs. Now that you yourself, the pirates, can use them, so you could just find them randomly in the world. Very cool. Uh, the only big thing from this update was they added the Reaper's Mark, that which dope. it is. We wouldn't like it. I still oh. don't. Um, basically, what it does, you go up to your crow's nest and you say, "Hey guys, I'm right here," and everyone on the map table can see you. Oh, geez. in the server. So. It's actually interesting, though, because I've done this before for certain missions because they're like, hey, if you do this, you get some doubloons, right? So I'm like, okay, well, I want doubloons because who doesn't? Yeah. Um, so I've done that before, and a lot of the time it doesn't go nearly as poor- poorly as you think it would be. 
Like, I go up there one time. People are like, hey, I saw you in the map table. You want to be in the alliance? I'm like, sure. Oh, nice. I'm like, cool. That's a cool way that I didn't think would happen. Very um, cool. So yeah. now, now here's a question. Uh, when you're in an alliance with another ship, is there anything that prevents them from attacking you? Like, I mean, is is, is friendly fire still on? It sure is. <laughs> and on top of that, that, to make it even worse, their nameplates, like saying Davinster, it won't change color from what an enemy's would be. So you got to kind of know what their gamer tag is or else you might accidentally attack them, yeah. which you don't want to do. Obviously, if you guys are doing some PvPing, you guys would be uh, like knowing that that might happen. But you just want to be careful because, yeah, they, they intentionally did that too. They said, yeah, we don't want to change anything specifically because we want to make it as challenging as possible, even if you are in an alliance. Sorry, I was talking to to Dylan. He might be coming to join us. Uh, Captain Blondebeard himself. We'll That's see if right. he we'll see if he pops in or not. Uh, all right. So now we're going to talk about the next major update. This one came out September of last year. So Forsaken cool. Shores. Oh, the addition. I tell you, the devs for this game have I, the best names. The Devil's sure Roar. Like God, that just makes me so want cool. to play this entire thing. Like I'm kind of bummed. I don't play much Sea of Thieves, and looking through it. all these things just makes me want to play Sea of Thieves, so... You gotta. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Alright, tell me about uh, Forsaken Shores. Forsaken Shores, man. Probably up to this point, their biggest update. They add an entire new biome and area of the map for this. They added 15 brand new islands. Wow. Uh, They made it so this is more of a difficult kind of area to go into because the coolest part about this area, there's volcanoes. So you got these volcanoes that may start erupting randomly, may may not be erupting. If you're on an island, there may be an earthquake happening. That makes it a little bit harder to navigate the island. There's heated water. If you're in this heated water, it's like boiling water. You'll start taking damage over time. Uh, not geysters. I can't type apparently, but there's geysers. Geysers. I can't <laughs> what, speak what either. Are there d- <laughs> I, I have seen Vinny play. I've, I've watched him stream the biomes that have the volcanoes and the lava, and it is visually absolutely it's incredible it's, it's so it's my desktop background i made it myself i just took a picture it's so beautiful there's just i mean this red bright lava and mm-hmm. you know giant you know rocks flying out of volcanoes right. it's absolutely incredible it's it's I, I just can't even speak highly enough about that i mean i think that that's something about this game too is this game this game is very smart in that it has a relatively simple art style, but it's highly, highly stylized, and so it it can be incredibly beautiful without probably being, uh, like, graphically demanding. It's a game that's still going to look good five or six years from now. Because it's kind of like Borderlands in that sense, right? Like Borderlands or, or how I would say how World of Warcraft used to right. be. Like, World of Warcraft at this point, I think, is a little long in the tooth, but... Yeah. I remember playing World of Warcraft in, like, say, the early 2000s, and then, like, five or six years later going, like, man, World of Warcraft still looks really, really good. And, I mean, even today, it doesn't look bad. It's just maybe a little simpler than it should be, but I think it scales really well. So, And the water in this game is by far the best water I've ever seen in any game ever. Ever. And, And, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't getting any better than this if i'm being honest even next gen like it's it's crazy how good the water is well i mean to tell you how good the water is like a bunch of other developers have come to consult with rare to 
use their water tech in their games. Um, specifically, mm-hmm. PUBG. I want to say. I believe PUBG did. Yeah, yeah. used use their water tech because it it looks. It moves like real water. Like, if you've yeah. ever actually been out on the ocean on a boat, the water in Sea of Thieves moves like water. It's, uh, which sounds stupid. I mean, that, that was maybe the dumbest yeah. sentence I've ever Not said. It. But, like, it literally does. It's amazing. So, it's so cool. It's very cool. Uh, the other thing that got added in Forsaken Shores was probably, at least for me, the biggest request. I like So awesome. To, to tell you... It is really, really, really hard to park a boat. Like, <laughs> they're huge. They're unwieldy. They do not turn fast. There are hidden, uh, like, uh, rocks and reefs and crap under every single island. The number of times I have been trying to park my, my <laughs> ship next to an island and just, like, you're like, got it, got it, got it. And then you hear this, like, and you're like, oh, man, my ship's flooding. Like, it's yeah. leaning sideways. I'm like, son of a... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this update finally added rowboats. Hell yeah. They sure did. But the weird thing about rowboats is you just don't get one with your ship. You literally right. have to find one. You do. You find them randomly on uh, different random islands. Uh, they're really cool, though. You row them back to your ship. You can dock them on your ship. So once you have one, you have them. Uh, unless it gets destroyed, for example, <laughs> by a volcano. Um, but it's super cool, too. And on top of the rowboat just being, like, you know, a cool thing to add, they also... In there, you have, like, a kind of small inventory you can put your own items in. Oh, so, I didn't know that. Yeah, so, like, on the ship, you store your your uh, cannonballs, your wooden planks to patch up your ship, your bananas. Uh, on the rowboat, you can go to it and be like, hey, I want to put some stuff on you. So if you're on an island, say you're doing a skelly mission, you're dying a lot because you don't have bananas. You just keep dying. You can't heal yourself. You can be like, hey, I'm going to put these bananas on my rowboat, and I'm going to rowboat to the island, and then I'm just going to grab all the bananas I need. I'm perfect. Oh, that's really I'm cool. good. How many treasure chests can you fit on a rowboat? As many as you want. See, that's dope. And that is, um, does it make sense? Absolutely not. <laughs> Doesn't is it matter, awesome? though. Does it make your life easier if you're a solo player like me? For the most part, up until now? 100%. It's amazing. I tell you, I don't know how many treasure chests, and I don't play this game very often, like I've said. I do not know how many times I've like I've got this treasure chest. I've got three of them. They're all in a store. I'm like, yep. now I have to f- now I have to swim them out to my boat, and that takes man, longer than you feel like it should. There's a lot of sharks in this water too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh no, oh no, that that one's down <laughs> at the bottom now. Oh right? no! All right. Uh, so tell me about cargo runs for the Merchant Alliance. So oh, Merchant this one, Alliance. Oh, this is really fun. Actually, this is really fun. Oh oh. Pause oh, for a moment. Hold on. I I think we've been joined by Captain Blondebeard. Give me a big yar, Dylan. Yar. It's it the Blondebeard. It was a pretty small yar, actually, <laughs> but it's really early. It's it's only seven. I'm be, I'm, yeah, I'm being uh, thoughtful and respectful to those sleeping around me. You're a very you're you're a good man, Dylan. You're a good man. I'm not being thoughtful. <laughs> It's okay. Well, it's it's like ten o'clock your time, Vinny. People should That's be fair. awake at your house. They should be. Uh, all right, so Dylan, we are in the middle of talking about the Forsaken Shores update. Do you have the show notes? Um, somewhere, but you should send me another link. I got you. I got you right here. Let's see. I think I sent it. Oh, that was not the right link. Copy link. <laughs> Boom. I don't know why it keeps doing that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, we're in the middle of the Forsaken Shores update. We are talking about cargo runs, and I thought this was the the cargo runs with the rum bottles is one of the funnest cargo runs I've ever done. Tell me, give me give me some details here, Vinny. So the cargo runs were introduced into the game because a lot of people, including myself, did not enjoy doing the Merchant Alliance missions. They felt very grindy. You go from island to island hoping to find animals to pick up. Yep. You got to deliver them on time. They weren't super fun. Um, so people were trying to say, hey, we want something different from Merchant Alliance that we can actually keep grinding this uh this faction with that's not nearly as boring so they're like okay cool we're gonna give you cargo runs so cargo runs they give you you go to certain islands and they'll be like hey we want you to collect either cloth rum bottles or plants and we want you to deliver it to this guy on this island at this time or before this time and so rum bottles how they react is the, so each of these have kind of different properties that you got to make sure that you adhere to in order to get the maximum value for these uh, – to try to get the most gold as possible. So you got rum bottles where you want to make sure these rum bottles don't break. So you don't want to jump. Those will start cracking the rum bottles. You don't want to fall down from high places because those will break them. You want to try to be as steady as possible. You can fall into water, and that's about it. You Otherwise, probably don't want to take a cannonball to your no, rum, you do rum not. bottle. You do not. That will break them. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, you want to be very careful from breaking your rum bottles. you got the cloth, which at the short end of the day, you just don't want them to get wet or else they'll get ruined. And then there's the plants where you're going to occasionally keep trying to um, water them so they don't die. <laughs> my my favorite my favorite thing to do with the plants and I've never done this I've only seen other people do it is like okay so you put the plants on the bottom deck yep. of your ship this is what I do and then you flood it yeah <laughs> just enough to keep them wet I'm like that's, right. that's that's brilliant but also <laughs> what's the opposite of brilliant <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what I do. Fill my ship halfway up, and I'm like, all right, cool. Those plants are constantly watered. They're good now. That's how plants work in real life, I yeah. think. All right. Uh, now, so next up, we got uh, we got sea posts. Tell me what sea posts are. Ooh, Dylan loves the sea posts. I do love the sea posts. Tell me about sea posts. What Dylan? do the sea posts give you? The sea posts allow you to go there. So they they added like these random little uh, kind of not islands. What would you call it? Like piers. On the it, somewhere in the Sea of Thieves, it, it's kind of just yeah, it's a tiny island. I guess yeah. there's no real land to walk on, but it's like right. a dock attached to a rock, right. more so, or less. So at these docks, they're kind of like outposts, but not totally. Um, at this point of the game, though, you could go there, and there's just this one guy there chilling there. He's like, "Hey, dude, what's going on?" And you can go up to him, and he'll have three different items. Uh, it's always random, but these items are normally uh, cosmetics that you could buy in a normal outpost. But the difference is they'll sell you them at a discounted price, like half off. So say you there's oh. a sale you want. You can't choose to get it there. But if it shows up there, you can be like, hey, this sale is now 35000 instead of 70000 Nice. And you How can buy it there. How much money is $35,000 or $70,000? Like, we threw that out as, like, you know, it needs to be $70,000 to buy a new hole. Like, how much money do you do you earn in a random run? At first, it sounds – it is a lot. I'm not going to lie. At first, when you first start playing, you'll be like, wow, man, that's a lot of money. But at first, you want to start customizing your pirate. You make sure your pirate's looking cool with clothes. You want to buy all that first. But then, eventually, once you keep leveling up your – like Merchant Alliance, your Order of Souls, your Gold Hoarders, once you keep leveling those up, you keep progressively getting more and more gold the higher levels you get up. So 
it, it seems like a lot at first, but eventually you will get there too. It won't be as bad as you think it is. Nice, nice. That's good to know. All right, so uh, the last note on that, I just want to make sure. Oh, Forsaken Shores. No, you didn't skip anything. I didn't put it there. <laughs> Forsaken Shores. Uh, in that area, the Devil's Roar with all the volcanoes and stuff. You actually, because it's harder, they made it so. Hey, because it's a harder area, pretty much anything you get from here is double gold. Oh, so they have nice. different kind of like appearances for them. They'll be like, "This is a forsaken treasure chest instead of a regular treasure chest," uh, with like volcanic, volcanic uh, like ash and stuff on it. But yeah, anything that you get in that area is pretty much double the gold that you normally get in the normal areas. Very nice. Uh, next up, we're talking uh, end of. Uh, sorry, the date was wrong. Uh, end of October. So this is a Halloween of last year. Mm-hmm. And uh, the update is the Build Red. This is another Build Red Adventures, but it's the Festival of the Damned. And I love that so much. Tell me, about, great names. tell me about the Festival of the Damned. So the Festival of the Damned, they added new cosmetics such as face paint. And also they added a new ship livery. So uh, they got some exclusive cosmetics where you could get some certain face paints. But they kept a bunch of fa- uh, face paints in the game, but some of those are exclusive. Uh, but the kind of cool part about this, it's not like a super major update really, but it's got some cool things. So like if you die a certain way, you can – every time you die, you go to the Ferry of the Damned. Okay, yeah. So you go to the Ferry of the Damned. It's kind of like – their little like respawn timer just to make it look a little cooler. They send you this very the damned. You see this ghost ship guy uh, helming a ghost ship, and you. Uh... So what they added here is that in the middle of this ghost ship, when you're dead, they'll be like, "Okay, cool. So you got you, you got your lantern that you uh, can change the color of now. So if you die a certain way, you can change your color of your lantern. So if you oh, die by cool. a shark, you can change it to a blue flame. If you die by a volcano, you get a red flame." Uh, if you die by a skeleton, green flames. If you die by a lightning strike, you get a white flame. Did it? Uh, that's right. <laughs> so hard to I do. If you die by a snake, you get a purple flame. And if you die by another pirate, you get a pink flame. I uh, so I have a question about face paint. If I'm running a galleon, can I uh, can I get all of the face paint from Kiss so we can roll around as Kiss? <laughs> I would wish that would be amazing. You know, totally off topic now, but there was someone on I saw on Reddit who made his pirate look like Ronald McDonald, and it looked <laughs> shockingly similar. It was really horrifying to see a Ronald it. McDonald pirate, but, you know. All right, next big major update. Uh, end of November 2018, and this is uh, the Shrouded Spoils update. And my God, the first bullet point here is Vinny is so excited about fog. Man, the fog is absolutely insane, though. Dylan can attest to this now that he's experienced it. We had this major, major Megalodon fight in the densest fog I've ever experienced. Oh. We couldn't see the Megalodon. He, he we told couldn't us- see it. You know, to to shout back to my own other podcast uh, that Dylan is also on, you you he went deep into the Megalodon fog fight. I think uh, probably last episode on Bite Me Podcast, so episode one thirty, maybe one twenty nine. That's cool. Yeah, no, that definitely sounded just like spooky and and difficult. He spoke very highly of your skill as a as a as a cannoneer. I don't know what a person. Yeah, that I was cannons. absolutely impressed. Yeah, that someone could hit. Uh, a fish in the water based on sound cues alone and not being able to see it. I think that speaks very highly to Vinny's skill and also very highly to the sound design of Sea of Thieves. Big pirate legend here. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so they... 
they added the fog, which is absolutely insane. Not just for the Megalodon fights either. Like when you get the skeleton ships too. In this update, they also added so now those skeleton ships that we talked about before, you could only find them at certain areas on the map. This update brought them. You can find them anywhere now. Nice. They can randomly roaming the seas. You, they can come up to an island when you're doing a mission, start attacking you. They might not. You might just find them. They might literally. They come out of the water. Dylan's seen this like a couple times. I don't do it often, but they literally. You won't see them. You'll just be on the seas randomly, and they just kind of jump out of the water, oh. and they just come at you. It's crazy. So if that happens in the fog, and it has to me, it is absolutely horrifying. Love it. Uh, in addition to that, they added more megalodons. Kind of different. Uh, they, they don't. They're visually different. So they've got like you know they got a purple megalodon now. They got uh, they get a bunch of different colored megalodons, and they all kind of behave kind of differently. So some will be more passive. Some will be super aggressive. Some will be like, oh, if you shoot me once, I'm gonna run away. Some will be like, hey, if you shoot me, I'm gonna come after you like right now. So they have different uh, megalodons that are gonna behave differently. Just pretty cool. Uh, I then, I'd yep. never seen a megalodon, so I just went and searched these on Google. They are the most horrifying things I've ever seen. My God, they're it's like a a shark with like seventeen times as many teeth as a normal mm-hmm. shark has. Yeah. And sharks Holy. have a lot of teeth, and they're they huge. They're, they're absolutely massive. massive. They're Especially yeah. when it actually when you do defeat it and it, it like goes belly up mm-hmm. and kind of like starts falling in the water. If you're in the water at that moment, you can see it like drifting downward and it's just massive i mean this it's... thing is literally I, I there's a picture here of it like biting the back of a galleon like mm-hmm. full mouth onto a galleon holy crap Those yeah it's huge. insane wow cool um so now it looks like where were we uh that now defeating the megalodons and the kraken's actually drop loot Yep. So, so they didn't big... before? Like, that's right. really unfair. Yeah, and that's what people were very upset about, too, was they're saying, hey, you guys added these really cool Megalodons and Krakens in the game, but what's the incentive to kill them? A lot of the time, people with the Megalodons would just sail past them because yeah. they're like, what's the point of fighting them if yeah. they're not going to get anything from them? So, like, all right, cool. We get it. We hear you. So we're, now they're going to drop random loot. So kind of the story that I started going with and Dylan and I started going with is that saying, hey, these, uh, you know, the Megalodon ate a ship and they ate all the treasure with it. And then when we kill the Megalodon, all that tre- treasure chest is coming out. So we're going to grab it all there. It makes sense. It, like, you need that backstory because right. otherwise you're like, why did I kill this slime? And this slime had get a, a sword and <laughs> yeah. 45 gold on it. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I like it. Uh, it looks like we have more skeleton forts now. Yeah. So they added. Before, there was only three skeleton forts. Now, with this update, there was nine, which they they got a lot more skeleton forts in the game here, made them more active. And in addition to that, they added new rewards to these forts. So before, again, like I was talking about, people didn't like doing the Merchant Alliance missions. Even with the uh, cargo runs, people were like, eh, it's fine, it helps, but we still don't enjoy doing it that much. So they decided to add some Merchant Alliance things here. So there's at forts... There are certain items at forts that you can only get at forts. So there's a stronghold chest, which is there, the treasure chest for the gold hoarders. That's the most valuable. The stronghold skull, more valuable than most. And then in this update, they added ancient bone dust, which sounds horrifying. Yeah. And then also a fort gunpowder barrel, which we were talking about gunpowder barrels earlier. 
they're very good at taking out ships. Imagine a gunpowder barrel that's four times powerful. That's wow. what the Fort Gunpowder Barrel is. And it is a big boom. I tell you, <laughs> it's a big boom. I personally do just lines of ancient bone dust. Like, you I want to get screwed up on the weekend. Just I'll razor blade it out. It's great. Yeah, uh, cursed Mermaids. So we talked about these earlier. They took these out of the game temporarily because it was uh, causing server issues or something. Sure. And they were like, okay, cool. These are, we really liked these being in the game. And now we're going to incentivize you to actually take them out now. So they added these cursed mermaids back. They brought them back. Those are the things that sound like sirens in the water. You find them. There's three different types. They can be sapphires, emeralds, or rubies. They got this, like, big glowing uh, light on them, so it's either red, blue, or green. And when you take them out, each one has a set amount of uh, gold you get from it. So 1,000, 1,500, 2,000 every time. Uh, But the coolest part about these, uh, like rubies and things is that you can cash them into any trading company you want so say if you want to grind out the uh the merchant alliance that you don't want to do so much you can give them to them if you don't want to do the gold hoarders you can give it to them the order of souls you you can give it to whichever trading company you want and get reputation in there too very cool very cool that makes sense uh it looks like uh skeleton ships now have sloops so i assume that is uh interesting just because they're they're faster correct Right, so they they are in the game now. The, the issue is with these is that they have the same issues that the galleons did when they first came out, the skeleton galleons, as in you can only find them on set parts of the map, oh, sure. which I don't enjoy, and I hope they change. It's still in the game currently because I would love to see. It's obviously a lot less intimidating if you're a sloop to fight another skeleton sloop ship. Yeah than a skeleton galleon ship. But, hey, we'll see what they do. Perfect. All right. So now Sea of Thieves development takes a, takes a little bit of a break. We go from uh, the Shroud Spoils update, which is at the end of November. And we don't get anything until uh, about, uh, I'm going to say a month ago, uh, April 30th, 2019. Uh, and when we get our anniversary update. And this is huge. Like, literally, the update for this goes on for, like, two and a half pages. So yep. so let's dig into this. Uh, anniversary update, where, I, like, the thing that was most exciting for me is, uh, is adventure mode. Do we want to start there? Or... So adventure mode's been what you've been doing the whole time. I'm sorry, not adventure game. mode. I'm I'm going to say the, the story. It was gotcha. the story update part of this. Yeah. The... Yes. That is called the Tall Tales Shores of Gold. So this is cool. And, and now you and you and Dylan have run through all of these now, correct? We have. So tell me tell me a bit about the Tall Tales because this this was like this is literally a thing like all this other stuff. I'm like, dude, I should play more Sea of Thieves. I should really play more Sea of Thieves. This stuff sounds so cool. But the tales, the Tall Tales, really really gets me to want to come back in and play this game. So tell me a little bit about this. This is some of the most fun I've ever had playing video games my entire life. Oh. Um, like, it's insane. You get these... So, people always were saying, we want kind of a campaign that that's not time-limited, like we've seen earlier. Uh, this added these really, really narrative-heavy campaigns to do. Uh, Dylan, you want to talk about some of them? Yeah, so... You can... Once you've... Can you... You have to do them sort of in an order, I guess. Yeah, at first, the first, you do. the first like three, there's a certain order, and then, then you'll talk to someone who's like, do this, 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 and this, right? 
-hmm. And now you've kind of now opened this sandbox to go explore the other stories because there's nine blocks in that you have to complete. Well, I guess you finish eight before you can do the one. Um, Right. But you'll do them in somewhat of an order. And it's not also 100% clear where they are. Um, but you later found out that you could in the menu see where they started. Yeah, so you, you can actually go into the menu. Into the menu. Right. So you could remember what the guy tells you to do and go to the right place. But um, you can check within the menu system of where they start. But each one will start by talking to a character on an island. Um, the first one being the mysterious stranger in the tavern who's always there um and he'll say go do this thing um and then you'll end up with a book um so all of the tall tales instead of revolving around like a single map they'll revolve around a book um and those books will have um much more in-depth clues than previously um used on like riddles where it's just like find the right painted kraken on the rock it'll it'll uh, be um an explanation of like travel logs so you'll actually see like they moved in northwest past to this island to a small group of islands so you'll have to like look on the map and, and discern what what that meant um based on landmarks and and then when you're actually on the island and you've you've found the location it'll be more than just digging up treasure you'll you might enter a underground area that um is trapped uh like there's multiple traps to to uh to avoid um more um puzzly puzzles um <laughs> so there'll be like clues in your book that that tell you what you're supposed to do once you figure out what that actually means. Again, I'm, I'm trying to. I re, we're not trying to spoil right. too much here, so I think there's there's a lot of fun to be had, and I don't want people knowing exactly what they're going to be doing ahead of time. Yeah, some of the most fun is just figuring this out by yourself, right? Because right? because they will they will in, introduce some elements of you only have so much time to do mm-hmm. this, and so the uh, that anxiety that it creates um, trying to get it done and not obviously um, kill yourself doing (laughs) it Um, so I just think it's really cool that they took a game that was mostly about about kind of emergent gameplay um, and and not forcing you but incentivizing you to do things that would force gameplay to just happen um, Mm -hmm. and added some real narrative to that i think that's that's really cool so uh like i said that's something that's very exciting to me um so i'm going to get back into the actual order of notes that Vinny made for us because he's good people um tell me tell me about uh i don't think we talked about the arena um is that part of this update yeah this came out this update so the arena came out which is a strictly pvp mode they added because everyone always saying that the pvp is probably the most fun of the game which is doing, say, for example, the ship combat. So this mode's almost entirely focused on ship combat. There's no skeletons in this mode. Uh, There's no gunpowders. It's just you, your teammates, and cannonballs and digging up chests. So in this mode, there's six ships, I believe, total. And you guys are all in this very secluded part of the map. Maybe six islands are present in this small kind of area. Sure. And you guys all get the exact same map with the exact same X marks of spot 
uh, mission. And you guys all want to try to find these chests and cash them in on these, like, kind of merchant ships on the island that are, they, or not on the island, on the seas here. You want to try to cash them in. And you want to try to get the most uh, gold during this set time frame as you can. I believe it's 24 minutes you got to do all this. So every time you sink a ship, you gain gold. If you do get sunk, you lose gold. Uh, every time you kill a pirate, you get gold. Every time you even just dig up the chest, you don't need to cash it in yet. You get gold for just digging it up. If you if you sell it, though, you get, like, the most gold you get. I think it's a 1,000. Digging it up is, like, I don't know, 100. But at the end of the day, you want to try to beat your enemy ships, try to get the most gold by the end, and then that's how you win. It sounds like just a... It sounds like it must just be insane. It is very, very nuts, though, because... It, it, the only downside to it right now, I think, is that it requires you to be on a galleon, which oh. if you don't have a full crew, it's kind of hard, especially if your teammates are communicating with you, because yeah. we all know how hard it is to control a galleon, even even when you have a full crew. Yeah. So when you're doing it this way, they said they're looking at adding other ships. We'll see how that goes. But Interesting. It, yeah. It's super cool. Mode. It would be cool if you could do six sloops or six. Right. Yeah. I could see how that'd be cool. Um, tell me about Sight of the Damned. This sounds actually pretty cool. This is part of the arena. Uh, so the Sight of the Damned. So this is only in arena. I kind of wish it was in uh, Adventure 2. But um, here, basically, when you die, instead of just going to a ghost ship now in the arena, it'll kind of do like you see a bird eyes view of your pirate. And it slowly goes around. So you can see all the surroundings that's happening at the same time. So you can be like, hey, teammates, my uh, this pirate's here. He he just killed me. I can see him uh, picking up the chest. He's going this way. Uh, So basically, you can still kind of have a tactical advantage talking to your teammates, even if you're dead. And then do you... You kind of turn into a little ghost. Yeah. Do you come back to life, or once you're dead, you're dead? No, you come back to life. It okay. takes, I don't know, 20 seconds maybe. Okay, so it's, it's essentially the side of the damned is just the alternative to uh, the uh, – that way you normally die. Uh, right. The fairy yeah. of the damned. Fairy of the yep. damned? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. That's a, that's a cool thing. Um, I, think it, I think it's helpful because as we know, like as much as we like Sea of Thieves, I think – the way that the the deaths are handled isn't perfect, but I think it works within yeah. the game. Yeah. Um, where you die, you go to the ship, you come back, people are still on your boat, you try to fight them off. But it's more fun than, hey, they came and slaughtered us and we lost everything, right? So right. You, you're, you always have a chance to kind of turn the tides of the battle, and ultimately you have the advantage being on your ship. Yeah. Um, and, and I like that, and I think it, it works really well. And I think this kind of is a smarter way to... Um, not have so much downtime when you're when you're dead and kind of just like waiting for the the yeah. doors to to life to reopen for you. Do you, do you think that uh, do you think it's something they will uh, push out into the main game? Probably not. If I had to be honest, because that would get rid of the, not that it's all that important, but the lantern different colors that you can oh, get if you die. Sure. And also, I think it just kind of fits the kind of lore that you got in yeah. adventure mode. Like, I'm not a big lore guy, but I I can see how they would like it to keep fitting. And also, uh, not a big spoiler, but you, the fairy of the damned also has one of the tall tales you can start there. Oh, so, so, it's, so. It, it's still included in the 
overall Tall Tale story. Interesting, interesting. All right, tell me more. It looks like uh, ships can take uh, different types of damage now, which is super interesting. It's honestly really cool. This was one of my favorite parts of this update. Yeah. And it's so it, it seems like a minuscule update upgrade to this, but it's actually quite intense. So they added this specifically because of Arena, but this also transfers into Adventure Mode. So when you hit the hull before... Say if you just kind of kept shooting the same spot over and over, which sometimes just kind of kept happening, yeah. it wouldn't really change. Like, it would stop you from repairing it, but it would still be the same uh, hole in your ship bringing in the same amount of water. Well, it always seemed a little random to me, too. Like, you'd shoot a cannonball, <clears throat> and it would hit. Right. And it was just kind of like, hey, it did damage, and yeah. oh, hey, there's a hole now, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, th- that, that, I think, is really impactful. Right. So now with this update, what they did was if you say you hit the same hole over and over again, it'll make that hole bigger and bigger and it'll bring in more and more water. And on top of that, say if you get like one one cannonball in that hits your hole and then uh, it won't take as long to repair. If you get a massive hole that's on your ship, it takes longer for you to repair it with the wooden plank. So that makes it's sense. really cool, actually, that they added that because before you would just kind of have baseline four holes that you can get on one side of the ship and that's it now with the increased water rate it makes it so it's not as hard to sink people yeah that's really cool um tell me about the other damage you can do so collapsing the mast is by far probably my favorite here because it looks so visually stunning yeah uh like if you hit it's really (laughs) difficult to come back from too especially if you're in the heat of battle um so it's kind of hard to do because you got to get a direct shot onto the the ship's mast to do it, which is what holds the sail up. Yeah, yeah. And so if you do that, though, you just see your your ship's mast just slowly start falling, and the gravity brings it down even faster, oh, and your ship cool. starts rocking a little bit from its falling. And once you do that, it's really pretty difficult to get it back up, actually. Um, you've got to go back to where you normally mess around with your sails and set them however you want towards the wind. And you got to tug the rope back, and you, it brings it up slowly while you're doing that. <laughs> and then once you get it up all the way, it'll stay there for a couple seconds. You get a wooden plank, you're like, okay, i got to repair it before it falls down again. It's honestly so cool. And what happens, obviously, if the mast collapses, you won't be able to move very fast. I... Obviously, if you don't have a sail. <laughs> I first of all, I think that's super cool. Second of all, I'm like 85 percent sure that's not how you fix that. <laughs> I, I don't, no, I don't, I don't believe it, it, but it like, looks good in the game. What I really want now, uh, like I tie everything back to Pirates of the Caribbean, and in that, in the movies, they have uh, cannonballs that are two cannonballs with a chain in the middle, and they use those to take out That'd the masts. Be cool. so that'd be yeah. dope. Uh, so it looks like you can also target the anchor and uh, what we've affectionately in this podcast referred to as the ship steering wheel. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so you can – if you hit the anchor directly, you'll actually be able to uh, make it drop the anchor. So if you hit the anchor with a cannonball, it'll actually start dropping the the anchor. And if you drop that anchor, everyone – anyone that's playing in Sea of Thieves knows it's not very easy to recover from a dropped anchor. That ship stops real fast. <laughs> real fast. And then the last one for uh, – some of the new damage they got in here was uh, you can actually take out the wheel too. Um, so the ship's wheel can spokes on the wheel can actually get destroyed from getting hit by a cannonball. So it won't it won't break all of them. And by the way, that applies to the anchor too. So like if you have the anchor, normally it has 
well, depending on what ship you're on, it'll have two uh, two slots for people to raise it, three or four slots, yeah. depending on what ship you are. Uh, if you get hit by a cannonball by it, it might destroy one of those, oh. so only one person can get it. If you need to repair it, you repair it with a wooden plank. Same thing with the wheel here. So it'll destroy certain spokes in the wheel. It'll make it very difficult to turn effectively. Uh, and the only way to fix that is by repairing it with some planks. So all of that damage is also in addition now to the, the special cannonballs that can make your entire crew drunk and limp. And... Correct. Oof. Ship and combat the, must those, be amazing these days. It's so cool. The cursed cannonballs aren't in uh, the arena, though, because apparently of during course, play yeah. testing, those were pretty obnoxious to when you're trying to do some pvp i can see like that. hardcore P, uh, pvp and then like it's you're just, just dancing on the ship it's and just you don't have control over it right so yeah they added that i can see that. that so uh so tell me about harpoons like i like harpoons that sounds great harpoons are so much fun you know at first i i was very excited for them before they came out then they came out and i was like all right these are fine they're not as cool as I thought. And then as we've been playing more and more, I'm like, you know, these harpoon guns are really awesome. Um, so, like, the big, like, turning point, heh, no pun intended here, um, <laughs> is that they were talking about, so you can do, like, some really cool, like, uh, naval di- directioning, I guess. I don't know. That's not what naval I'm trying dir- to go No, for. that's 100% what it's no, called. Yeah. Naval like, directioning. Like, trying, trying to go around. And so, like, say you're you're going too fast in this one area, and you're like, oh, no, I don't want to keep going this way. You latch onto, like, a rock, and then you just do, like, this really cool, like, pirate ship, like, too fast, too furious type deal. It's literally it's the, Batman. It's the it's, it's the, so cool. It's the bat thing that he shoots out of his thing and then skids around corners. Yeah, yeah, it's insane, man. It's super cool. So yeah, you can do some advanced sailing tactics with that. We don't do that often because I feel like it's kind of difficult to do. Yeah. Um, but like one of the coolest parts is that you can harpoon gun like your your own teammates or even enemies. Well, you can harpoon gun them. And it brings them onto your ship. <laughs> and it's it's just absolutely insane. So, like, a couple of times, Dylan's like, you know, we're at an outpost. We're cashing in some, some gold for the night. And I just like being a, a jerk because that's how I am with my friends. And I'll just be like, hey, Dylan, you're going to cash this thing in? Now nah, I'm going to harpoon you gun back to our ship. <laughs> that's, that's all right. You don't need to do that quite yet. It sounds like a very, uh, like, Mortal Kombat, like, Scorp- is it Scorpion that does that? Like, they get over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I like it. And uh, then you can also do that not only with pirates, but you can do that with treasure chests that you find in the water on the land. And Dylan and I have kind of made a game out of doing that with floating barrels. <laughs> I love it. Literally, we'll just keep kind of sailing past them, and it's almost—it's like nearly it's impossible super hard. to hit floating barrels while you're just kind of sailing. Do and you, we've done it like two times total, and it's amazing every time. We get so hyped every time we do it. So you've got two harpoon guns uh, on your ship. Does that yeah. have – I assume that that has a relatively unlimited number of harpoons, or like you shoot it and then retract it? Right, it shoots and retracts. That's cool. That's very cool. Uh, it looks like the last thing we're going to talk about is the hunter's call, which includes fishing. Like, mm-hmm. can I be honest? Like, every single game in the world has fishing, and I never understood why. Like, fishing in real life is boring. Fishing in video games is, like, twice as boring. <laughs> the, the great thing about fishing in Sea of Thieves is you always catch something, or always get something on the line. Okay, that's fair. Right. Uh, you, and and it doesn't take a long time, and a fish will appear, no. and you can choose to to hook it or or just like bring it in and try again if if you can tell it's something that you're not after. All right, but, right. That's fair. T- tell me, tell me more about hunting. What what can I hunt? What can I do with the things that I hunt? 
So these fish that you can get now is really cool. They got a very wide variety of fish that you can grab. And uh, it's honestly really cool because a a big part of this game that people said they had issues with was they're saying during the in-between kind of stuffs, right? So when I'm going from one island to another, people are saying, I mean, kind of sailing is cool, but there's not much else to do other than just kind of sit there on your yeah. ship, right? So does it make sense that you can fish while your ship is actively moving? No. <laughs> is it cool that you can do that? 100%. So you can do that in this game. Um, they added a bunch of different bait types. You've got grubs, leeches, and earthworms you can find across the Sea of Thieves to help you catch rare fish. Um, and on top of this, they added... So this entire update also brought cooking into the game, sure, which wasn't there before. Before, you only ate bananas, and that was it. You had to live with your bananas. If you didn't like bananas, well, you're screwed. You die. You die. Uh, but now they added a bunch of other fruits. They added mango. Man, sorry, mangoes, Dylan says. Mangoes. Uh, you mangoes. Got, that's right. You got pomegranates. Uh, I don't know, a bunch of other. So pineapples are the best. Um, but on top of that, you can now cook all these fish that you want to eat. You can now also get from those krakens and megalodons. You can get meat from them. You can cook that up. Chicken, snakes, pigs, all that fun stuff. So every time you kill any of those things or catch a fish, you can now uh, you can now cook them and eat them if you want to. Or you can go to Merrick. We talked about earlier in the first yeah. update for the megalodon one. The two peg legged man. Yep, he's the two peg legged man. He now owns his own trading company here, the Hunter's Call. Good job, Merrick. And now. That's right. He's got promoted in life, you know. And uh, now you can sell all your stuff to him too. If you, so, if you don't want to eat it, you can bring it to him, gain some reputation in there. So, also th- going with that is that. So, I just said that he now has the hunter's call in the arena. So before there was only three factions you could level up to get to pirate mm-hmm. legend. Now there's five. You don't need all five. You only need three out of the of five. The five. So now you actually have a choice. So if you don't want to do Merchant Alliance, you don't have to. You can do the arena. If you don't want to do the arena, you can do the Hunter's Call. So now you've got three choices to get to Pirate Legend, or five choices to get to Pirate Legend, and you only need three of them, which is super cool. Can you do all five? Is there, like, a bonus if you, you do all five? I don't think that's a bonus. Other than bragging rights, which is what I'm going for. I would, too. I'm would going too. for all those bragging rights. But, yeah, so you get the uh, cooking, which allows you – every time you cook, you uh, actually get, like, a bonus in healing now, which is really cool. So they added this kind of new system where if you eat cooked food, you will be able to – it'll kind of give you, like, this, like, stored health. So if you take damage and you don't eat anything instantly, mm-hmm. after a couple seconds, it'll start regening your health with the stored health. That you oh, have. very cool. And it's really cool. And it's actually really effective during, like, Megalodon fights where they'll chomp your ship and yep. you'll take some damage. While you're trying to repair, while you're repairing, you're gaining health. So it's really helpful. It uh, actually almost yeah. sounds like kind of like a shield would in, in yeah. like a more traditional game. Yeah. Right. That's cool. That's really cool. Um, two things. So first of mm-hmm. all, um, I, I I'm glad to learn about mangoes. I had a, a, a friend who, like, in all seriousness, thought that that was pronounced mangoes. She she was very <laughs> much like, oh yes, I had a mango. We're like a what? <laughs> um, mango. And and I hear that pineapples are the best fruit, but I also heard that Dylan was going to smoke a pineapple. Is that how, has that happened yet, Dylan? I'm doing it today. Right now. I'm going to smoke a pineapple. It's delicious. He can report back to us on how smoked pineapple are. I'm, yeah. I'm very excited to hear Not about that. Not only are pineapples the best in this game, but you can eat them twice. You get two bites. Oh. 
You know, I got really confused when you said he was going to smoke a pineapple. I thought you were going to, like, roll up a pineapple into a joint or something. I tell you, man, Washington is a weird, weird state. It's a super... (laughs) We do things here that that other folks just don't do. You do it. don't do it. They've moved on from smoking the... (laughs) You Dried bananas. The drugs. It's like... Yeah, yeah, it's all good. All right, so I think uh, that gets us uh, current. We we are all the way yeah. through through Th- Sea of Thieves. So uh, before we we sign off, tell me uh, tell me tell me why I should come back to Sea of Thieves. It's been a year. I have not played much. What what's the what's the big reason that I should come back to Sea of Thieves right now? I think you should come back to Sea of Thieves because I think personally it's one of the most fun co op games I've ever played with my friends. Granted, I've done it sparingly, but Dylan, even just this past month, him and I have been going, I mean, Dylan, what time do we, when we did the final Tall Tales, I stayed up till 6 a.m. doing wow. it with him. Yeah. And we should have done just something. one more, but we did just one more. We were like, you know what, we're going to just do one more, and it took three hours to do, and it was, abs- I 100% said it was worth it, and I would yeah. still do it again. It was by far some of the most fun I've ever had playing a video game. All this new stuff is just great additions. It makes the world so much more full than it was at launch. And I don't know, man. It's just such a great time playing with friends, having a full crew. Even, just like I said, just Dylan and I being on a sloop together, taking out some other skelly ships, taking out some other pirate ships, taking out some skeletons at forts, taking out everything we can. Or if we want to alliance the people, we can. There's just so much that they added to make this gameplay so so much more enjoyable just for not only yourself but all those around you too. And playing with friends is by far the most fun you can have in this game. Love it, love it. Yeah, there's certainly way more variety. And if you were after something a little more story-driven, mm-hmm. um, the Tall Tales, there's, there's such good satisfaction when you do work through them. And it will take you some dedication to... Mm-hmm. But it, it has that feeling of, I just did a hard puzzle in the puzzle game like that that challenge that it, it gives you is it you're gonna look back and say hey, that was that was fun that was a good time and that was satisfying i love and it. i think this update is really cool too because it brought something for everyone like for myself i i'm not the big i mean i love doing the pvp but i'd much rather do the more narrative stuff so they added the tall tales for you but if you are big into pvp and you only want to be here for the pvp go into the arena it's a really good time man i've done it a couple times i haven't done it much but it's so much fun they added everything for everyone that's involved i think it's really cool I think it's awesome done. what uh if you like so thinking ahead what what do you want them to add to sea of thieves like what's your what's your number one wish list item I really want more Tall Tales. Those were incredible. I mean, there was nine of them, and it took us, I don't know, two, three weeks to do. That's cool. But they were, like, the fact that they had they were able to add such narrative-heavy things in such, like, I mean, they had the lore there. They had the journals, but they did nothing like this before. Yeah. And adding things like these hour-long, two-hour-long voyages that actually kind of, like, instead of saying, hey, I need X marks the spot, dig here. They they give you much more, I guess, agency over what you're doing. Sure. And you got to be like – being able to find out on yourself from like very small clues saying, wow, I found myself an uncharted, an uncharted island on the Sea of Thieves that no one knew about up to now. Or, you know, finding an underwater cave you didn't know existed before. And they right. said even before this update, all these things that you go on that you found in the Tall Tales existed there before – 
the before the tall tales were here. So it's not like they added all these new areas. They were here before, but just no one knew about them because there was no reason to go down there, you know? It's just really cool what they've done to this. I would love more tall tales. That's cool. How about you, Dylan? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to guess that that would be kind of a big thing moving forward for them is I, I can't imagine how quickly it would be if it's going to be like a six-month or even a yearly release for them to, to pump some sort of new tall tale content in because um, mm-hmm. they're called tall tales tall tales shores of gold like hyphen so it's like that was a title with a subtitle so i think we can imagine right. that there's going to be more additions like that um to the game and i think that's i think that's the kind of thing that can keep you coming back um I would time l- and time again while you're you're chasing pirate legend status i would love to have one of these released once a month you know mm-hmm. if, if they could keep that that pace up um right you know i mean and i like to me i think this is even something that i think there would be a lot of cfds players especially at this point people that have uh, you know i don't want to say played this game for free because obviously game pass has a cost associated with it. but at this point like like you do the math on game pass and you pay 10 bucks a month and have access to 230 games the math works out pretty easily um as long as you're on an xbox i guess um i think that that people would probably be willing to pay DLC prices for, you know, more tall tales. I think that that would be something yeah. that folks would be willing to throw a couple bucks at these guys for. Um, so before we, before we sign off here too, I would say that one thing that is really cool about Sea of Thieves that I, I hope everybody knows, but maybe they don't is that it does feature cross play. So mm-hmm. uh, if you want to play on a PC with your friends on the Xbox, that is a hundred percent fine. Again, if you have a uh, game pass, you can both play for free uh, or $10 a month. However you want to figure out how much game pass costs um, this game. You do not have to pay $60 for it. You can just uh, do that. You do have to have, um, xbox gold to play online it is an online only game so you do have to have that as well um but it's it's pretty easy to get into and i would say that if if you listen to this podcast and you've never played cfds before um come hop into our discord go to bite me.com bite me podcast.com slash discord and uh just say hey like i'm really interested in playing sea of thieves with with somebody and i don't think it would be that hard to find someone to uh to take you out on a ship and, and give you an initial uh inauguration into sea of thieves i'm almost always ready to play this game i like dylan's been the first i've had one other person that's played with me very sparingly and dylan and i playing all the time now has been so much fun i'm down for anyone and anyone that wants to play it's so much fun that's gonna have basically two more spots on the ship right that's what we're saying (laughs) you need two more recruits in the booty snatchers right dylan yeah i've (laughs) I was all in until I found out that you guys were the booty snatchers, and now I'm now I'm having very very second thoughts. Well, we, we we snatch booty. It, we do it, snatch it, the it booty. It makes sense, I guess. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Just um, wait till we get to name our ship. That's oh. right. I can't wait. Uh, anyway, if you if you like what you've been hearing on this podcast, I highly recommend you subscribe. For now. To, yeah, for now. <laughs> Subgri- subscribe to Bite Me uh, DLC. We're, this is a, a relatively irregular podcast. We don't have a set schedule, so the best way to uh, to actually make sure you find all of this, this gold, see, I tied that back in, uh-huh. uh, is to subscribe on uh, iTunes or, or 
or you know Google Podcasts, wherever wherever your favorite podcasts are played. Uh, as always, there's no cost to subscribe to this podcast, so you can just just follow away. You can uh, find us at bitemepodcast.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash bitemepodcast on Twitter at face at you cannot find us on Twitter at facebook.com bite me podcast, but you can find us on Twitter at twitter.com slash bite me podcast. God, I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm going to go play some of the division right now and, uh, and try and wake up a little bit. You guys have any, uh, you know, actually Vinny should at very least Vinny should pimp himself. Tell me, tell me all the places I can find you, Vinny. I'll show myself. You can follow me or go follow me on twitch.tv slash DeVinster. Do lots of streaming. Been trying to do a regular streaming schedule. 8 p.m. most nights except for Wednesday and Sunday. Uh, I did a big stream last night. Went for 14 and a half hours. It was a good time. You guys are crazy. Thank you all. Definitely couldn't have done it without Bite Me's help. Uh, you guys have been there for me since day one. And I really appreciate it. We're pretty cool. What's your What's your Twitter, too? Uh, Div- at Devinster One, very I good. Believe. Dylan, why don't you pinch pitch your uh, your stream too? Why don't you pinch yourself? Pinch your stream. Um, I'm fading. <laughs> well, yeah, I've, I've been starting to stream, but I think I might change the name of it, so I don't want to infinitely um, put this out there and then have it change. All right, as they you find, find Dylan it. somehow. Find Dylan somewhere. You can. You can. You can come to our Discord. It's a treasure and, hunt, and Dylan will be That's there. Right. We we do he's have. Gonna, he's going to give you a riddle if you uh, if you come to our Discord again. BiteMePodcast.com dot com slash Discord. Uh, we do have a streaming channel in there that we usually post when folks are streaming. So you can find Dylan there, I guess, and you can find Dylan every week on the Bite Me Podcast. Uh, the elusive Dylan. Yeah, maybe that's my new name right there. <laughs> the elusive Dylan. Uh, Bite Me Podcast is. is our weekly uh, podcast that we actually do on a schedule. So if uh, if you like video games, we talk news, we talk questions from our listeners, we talk uh, the best way to get cheap and free games. You can uh, you can find Bite Me Podcast again anywhere podcasts are casted. I think, Dylan. Dylan, you're here. So so lead us out, sir. Bite me. Bite me.